Hey, this is Fran. You're listening to Enziguri Podcast New Weekly Episodes. And Marks of the Roundtable. Every pay-per-view on SoundCloud.com. Yep. Welcome to the Enziguri Podcast. I'm your host, Fran, along with JCL and nobody else. We got news, results, and much, much more tonight. Shh. We must be very quiet. JCL is on his phone. He's typing away. Shut up. What you doing, man? Nothing, just surfing the web. Just surfing the web? You see anything interesting? Uh, no, not really. Other than the uh, two confirmed ma- uh, mixed match challenge teams. Oh, yeah? What first, matches are those? Well, first off, we got the SmackDown team of Bobby Roode and Charlotte. And the my personal favorite team so far, the Raw team of Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. I am so horrible. Right now, I don't even know the whole storyline with the Mixed Match chat. I mean, where did that even originate from? Just, Is it just something they threw together? It's really something they just threw together. It's going to be on Facebook. It's not really going to be on, like... Oh, wait a second. Yeah, that's right. It was it was their social media experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. What we'll else is interesting is... Though. So... Tonight is a rarity because we do not have Dave. Dave is nowhere to be found. And George is nowhere to be found. And everybody else. So it's just me and JCL and 2K18 in the background. Pretty much. Not a lot going on today, folks. Yeah, we're just trying to get this out of the way before it starts snowing outside. So let's see what we got here. Tonight we go over our 2017 uh, end of year voting. Thanks to the wonderful readers of our Facebook page. So we're going to get to the raw results, and we're going to do this very fast. Jason Jordan defeats Cesaro in about 13 minutes. Bray Wyatt defeats Apollo Crews in about 10 minutes. Asuka defeats Alexa Bliss in about 15 minutes in a non-title match. Braun Strowman squashes Rhino and Heath Slater. Roman Reigns defeats Samoa Joe. Why the fuck did they do that? Because the whole storyline with those two was that Roman could not beat Samoa Joe one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, you know, we're just going to throw it that way. Like we do with everything else we build up. So yeah. It would have been nice to see him actually win the title, though. It, Especially if they were going to go through the trouble of putting through that whole stipulation. I always think that in, in, in any... Every wrestler, no matter how strongly they're booked, always has to have that one person that has their number. Pretty much. And they just threw that shit away on an episode of Raw. So, it's kind of annoying. Cedric and Goldust defeats Drew Gulak and Davari. Why were Cedric and Goldust together? Oh, wait, look. They won in 3 minutes and 16 seconds. What was the point of having Goldust on there again? I don't like, even know. Because it was supposed to be a cruiserweight match, and then you just bring Goldust in for whatever. Because he's a new member of 205 Live. Are you serious? Well, he is doing Hurricane Ranas, so, you know. I mean, is he under 200? No, he's not. I, I... Well, it could kind of be like when, um... It could kind of be like when Samoa Joe was in the X Division in TNA. It was like, this is supposed to be the cruiserweight division. Samoa Joe's obviously not a cruiserweight. Fair point. Except I don't think that gold is going to be squashing cruiserweights. So. Okay, that would be hilarious if he did, though. And then we have Finn Balor, Anderson, and Gallows in a true... Let's just keep it real. The Bullet Club versus who? Elias, 
Axel and Dallas as the internet wrestling community jizzes their pants. Pretty much. And the, uh, what the hell is their name? The Young Bucks, like, <laughs> oh, that was, on Twitter that about ceasing this. Because, like, <laughs> WWE, WWE British Twitter. Yeah, they just said the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club. And then the Young Bucks just replied back. With a picture of deceased and desist t-shirts. I thought exactly. that was hilarious. They control each other. It's all in fun. Let's see. Um, what was the big storyline on Raw? Oh, wait. It's, uh... It was the Braun... Not the Braun Strowman, but the Kane and Lesnar segment. Where is oh, that? yeah. Oh, wait a second. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Can this actually be the feud that is worth watching for Bray Wyatt? Which feud? His feud with Matt. I mean, they picked a... I mean, it's it's the perfect person to feud with, but yeah. Bray Wyatt is just so horrible to feud with right now. Who knows? Maybe this will help out Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt... It means new year, new possibilities. So... Are they going to? So is Matt Hardy going to delete Bray Wyatt, and oh, he's going course. to, and he's going to get a new character? He's going to be part of the Mistourage. <laughs> that would be hilarious. All of a sudden, he, he becomes a tax man. <laughs> Bray, Bray Shyster. <laughs> Bray Shyster. <laughs> that would be hilarious. No, no, Husky Shyster. Husky Shyster. <laughs> What about uh, Bo Dallas? Is he Bo Harris? Hmm, never thought of it that way. Yeah, Bo Harris Shyster, B-H-S. <laughs> Let's see, what do we got? We got, um... Yeah, so Braun... Braun's latest gimmick is, after the match is over, he just power slams his opponent over and over again. <laughs> Honestly, Braun can do whatever he wants. I yeah. can never get tired of it. Because it's just, it's Braun. He's a treasure. <laughs> He's a, is he a national treasure in, in, the same, in the same vein as Rusev? Yes. He's the Raw's Rusev. <laughs> oh my god, that would be the ultimate tag team. Rusev and Oh my and god, Braun. Rusev and Strowman. <laughs> Who that that's funny to think though that's that Rusev would be the small guy of the group. They'd be the small guy of any group. Yeah. It'd be like when Raw and SmackDown were going at it and he was wearing his like gangster gear. I want them to bring that back. Did you hear did you ever see the um he basically rapped over the Usos theme? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up now. For I think the Rusev Day thing. Oh my god. It is hilarious. Oh yeah, what's been Elias up to? Oh yeah, thank you to Dave for those wonderful shirts that he gave everybody. I got an Elias one. Which one did you get? I got the Shield T-shirt. He probably got one that actually fits you too. It I got an, I got an XL, so it fits me quite well. Same thing. You got my size. Thanks again, DB. Elias is here, and he says that WWE stands for Walk with Elias, which might be the greatest thing since Rusev Day. They really need to do something with that. Um, where the hell is the Lesnar and Kane shit? Paul talks and Brock hops. 
Oh, at the end of this, we have Kane that he comes out. He choke slams Brock, but then Brock sits up like the Undertaker and laughs at Kane and clotheslines him to the floor. And the locker room empties out. Why do they not mention more that Kane should have a reason for wanting to kick Brock's ass? Have they played up the whole like Kane and Undertaker thing at all? No, at no. That makes no sense. It's like Kane's literal. Just there, honestly, just just to, to be take there. the pin. Yeah. Like, I don't understand it, really. I'm not saying, I'm not, you know, slouching on Kane because it's Kane. But at the same time, he's just thrown in there for no real reason. He's in there to take the pin because they don't want Strowman to take another pin. Basically. And I guess people, I guess even they realize that nobody really cares that much about Kane versus Brock on its own. So they think that throwing Strowman in there is going to make a difference when it really won't. They need but to... it just makes it seem like Braun's not weak. Yeah. Because nobody's allowed to kick out of the F5 except for Roman. Yeah. Roman can take three or four F5s and not kick out, apparently, so. Let's, so let's move on. To and we're not joking. That's literally the plan Vince has until WrestleMania. Yeah. No one kicks out of the F5 until WrestleMania. This is the thing, is that, um, that's what kind of pisses people off. It's not, I don't even, I honestly don't even think it's the whole, like, okay, we're going to put Reigns over. It's just the fact that it's, it's a storyline, or that's, that's just how it's going to be a year ahead of time. People already knew what was going to happen, you know, like, it's missing that attitude era unpredictability, which was... As much as uh, people don't like Vince Russo, he was very um, good at coming up with random, spontaneous storylines like that. So yeah. Let's see, we got a uh, SmackDown. Oh come on! I really need a new laptop. This thing hates me. What? Would this actually happen? What's that? We got a little bit of breaking news rumor spoilers. What's that? Rumor at the moment for the Royal Rumble. An image has found its way onto the internet which shows the South African Sports Network Super Sport advertising Braun Strowman with the Universal Championship, suggesting that he will be the title holder come Raw after the Royal Rumble. I really don't picture that. You know what would actually be a really awesome is born. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, go ahead. Strowman is joined by Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, Cesaro, and apparently Big Cass, which looks like what the Raw Elimination Chamber will look like. The current Universal Champion Brock Lesnar is scheduled to defend his title against Braun Strowman and Kane, which we all know. So, wow. Do you think that they'll? <laughs> <laughs> you think that they'll have Braun um, pin Kane? <laughs> Braun, if that if this is true, Braun will pin Cass. No, I'm uh, no, I'm saying for um. Oh, probably he'll pick Ken King. If they wanted to have a match that people will not shit all over, they really should do Braun versus uh, Reigns, because that was such an awesome feud. Yeah, it really honestly, was. I didn't even. Yeah, I like Braun, but like, 
it was just such a good feud that like either way because they were just destroying each other. Mm-hmm. So that was like one of the highlights of the year. The SmackDown results. We got the Usos defeating Benjamin and Gable in about seven minutes. Was I mean, that's just all that happened. Uh, U.S. title tournament match, Xavier was defeating Aiden English. Boo. Aiden's freaking awesome. They didn't. They need to do more with him. Yeah, but I do like the possibility of Xavier getting his first singles title. Yeah, that would be good. Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan defeats Natalia, Tamina, and Carmella in about five... Wow, Carmella actually had a match. That's amazing. She did. It's good to see that Miss Money in the Bank's doing something. And Sami Zayn defeats AJ Styles. So let's get to what's going on with the Kevin Owens show. Uh, AJ Styles talks. And, um... Let's see. Are you turning the yes movement into the yep movement? Doesn't think Brian will ban Kevin from ringside, so he'll be at ringside during the main event. Brian says that's fine because Kevin will be at ringside tonight. He'll be there as well. Styles not thrilled with this. Would you call this the Kevin Owens show or the Shane McMahon show? Uh, the Daniel Bryan hour. <laughs> Where we try to do what we possibly can to make him look like the heel and the crowd still loves him. Yep. 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 The Bludgeon Brothers. What the hell? Uh, okay, not so much for that. Let's see. We got um, Rusev is out with English. Has a little song to introduce English. Wait, Rusev had a song for Aiden English. Do I have to look this up now? I can't find this shit. Ginger, Bobby Roode, and Xavier have moved on. Natalia cuts a promo. Is she still horrible on promos? Natalia? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's like the same problem I have with her that I do with the Bellas. Like, I just don't believe their promos. It's like, can you please take Lana's advice and improve before they give you the flatulence gimmick again? Because apparently your ass talks better than you do. Pretty much. Baron Corbin, <laughs> angry man Baron Corbin, and he's in the years this year's WrestleMania or this year's Royal Rumble. <laughs> Royal Rumble. Why do they announce that? They're like, I'm gonna be in this year's Royal Rumble. Wow, that's great. Um, are we? Oh wait, so who do you think? Here's a trivia question for you. So who do you think is gonna be the first person to point at the WrestleMania sign this year? 
after they won the Royal Rumble, or just in general? No, no, just in general. Like, you know, you know it's like, oh, they're going to WrestleMania this year. Who's going to be the first person? Oh, my God. My money's on The Miz, honestly. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's an attention whore. <laughs> Pretty much. Let's see. Um, AJ Styles and Sami Zayn. Had a good match. Styles drops another match. Okay, so somebody mentioned that they think that an idea of what's going to happen is that Kevin Owens is going to win the belt. Cena wins the Rumble, and then we have Cena versus Owens at Mania for the SmackDown title. There's absolutely no point for Cena to win the Rumble. Except for except for the... getting the 17th title. Yeah, I know he was on the ballot for the potential favorites or winners or whatever, but no. I would say go with Styles. Well, Styles has actually chance, so that rules that out. Um, maybe Kevin? Probably. I don't know. Kevin, uh, Nakamura, <coughs> and, um, yeah, that's basically it. I can't really think of any other possible choice. You know what would be awesome, <coughs> what would be amazing, is if, um, <laughs> this is not gonna happen, but it would be awesome. For the pay-per-view, if... Sammy gets the pin and he wins the and he wins the belt. That'd be incredible. And then and then basically what happens is we have heel Sammy Zayn versus face Kevin Owens for the belt. That would be very interesting. Because they haven't done that yet. That would be an interesting spin on it. But the thing is, it the only thing I would have with that is how exactly would they go making Kevin a believable face? Because he's got a kid. He, he does it for the family. I'm just saying. He they would just easily just kind of... I, that is a good question. But you got to remember, he literally hasn't been face since he debuted. He turned heel in his debut. <laughs> 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 That's how long it's been. The fact that he, the, the fact that he headbutted Vince McMahon though should already make him an instant face. <laughs> By a wrestling marks standpoint, <laughs> I just, I love Kev, but I can't see him. It's like the same thing with Orton. Like, I can't see him. I don't like Orton as a face. I like him as a heel. Same thing. Orton as a face is so amusing though because you could tell that he just does not give a fuck. He really doesn't. Like, <laughs> he's, he's just like. Nobody cares. You just want to see an RKO. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, so they continue their uh, storyline with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon having issues with one another. Is this going to lead into a Daniel Bryan match? Against him and who? Against anybody. I mean, I would love it. I mean, it'd be stupid to let his contract expire and not do something with him. Because they know, the minute his, they, they, if he chooses to walk, they know someone's picking him up. Like, there's no doubt. There's no question. Yeah. So it'd be stupid for them to just let him leave. It'd be really stupid. Oh, yeah. And at this point in time... Then again, WWE has been known to make stupid decisions and letting good wrestlers go. Neville. 
Aries, Cody Rhodes. Who else am I missing? Yeah, but they were they left for different reasons because they got fed up with being the short end of the stick. And with Brian, it's like I don't think that they have an issue with putting him in a storyline that gives him a lot of airtime. He just doesn't care because he wants to wrestle. Yeah. So they can do what he want, whatever. Like, well, we'll give you the show with the Bellas, and we'll do this and the other. We'll make you SmackDown. But he's like, I just want to wrestle. I just want to wrestle. Like, what is so hard about that? Just let him wrestle. I still laugh my ass off, though, when they said, when, uh, Brie, when she said, um, oh, the doctor said that Brian's brain looks amazing. (laughs) You are so full of shit. I mean, it probably is better. Yeah, but I mean, still, you got a guy who's had, like, probably at least a dozen concussions. Um, nobody's brain after a dozen concussions looks amazing. Maybe it's like, wow, the fact that he's not a vegetable is quite amazing. Yeah, I mean, but he hasn't gone all Ben Wild and everything, so... Well, that, well thank God, because then he would be dead, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, he seems to be fine. Then uh, we won't have to worry about him returning to the ring, so... I mean, I personally feel like if if he literally went to everyone and they said, "All right, you're good," then maybe he's good. The only pro- this I is mean, the problem. This is the problem. I mean, I know concussions are a serious thing, but you never know. This is their. I think this is what their biggest issue is. And Steve Austin mentioned this on his podcast before when when Brian was still able to wrestle. He said, Brian needs to tone down his style. Yeah. But he, he, he suggested... Maybe just go easy on the head. But he just suggested that as, like, longevity for, like, career longevity, which is one of the reasons why AJ is doing as good as he's doing right now, because he's not doing nearly half the crazy things he did. And and when he does do them, it he's taking the Michaels route, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but AJ toned down his wrestling thing for a specific reason. He got like, he he like hurt his back really bad when he was still I think to Japan or I think it was New Japan or TNA. Yeah, but the only, and then he went did the DDP yoga stuff and then. Yeah, but the only thing that he he really doesn't do anymore is the spiral tap. So. Yeah. Like that, that that's the one thing where he, he said it was like yeah like I just can't do it like my back can't take that anymore so. But, it's just the way that his matches go now is that even though he might do less what he does matter more which is one of the things that michaels mentioned as far as like how his career went was that he just wanted what he did to matter more and like work on the psychological aspects of the match which is why he was able to have like you know even the second half of his career by itself would have been hall of fame worthy on its own so true but it also does matter that um, when you got the when you have the liberty to have the kind of matches that Michaels has, that's that's the other thing. It's like you got plenty of wrestlers that can have amazing matches if they're allowed to, mm-hmm. you know. So, so that's that. Um, mm-hmm. so going hey, look, I'm getting a message from Dave. How's the show? It's going great. The <laughs> show is going well. We are recording right now. 
I could have sworn that I put this on Do Not Disturb. Oh, wait. Uh, airplane mode. Turn on. There. That's where you hit that stunner. Okay, so we're going to... Um, Let's get to the end of the year results. We can talk about news afterwards. I just feel like doing this first. Okay, so for the end of year award nominations that the Facebook page that we decided to run, it was basically the the readers or whoever were able to give out the nominations, and we picked the top five of each one. So, so for the match of the year, we had. AJ Styles versus John Cena at the Rumble, Aleister Black versus Velveteen Dream at NXT Takeover War Games, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor at TLC, AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, and Okada versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. And out of those matches, the winner of match of the year was Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. What's your opinion on that one? Um my opinion is, I feel like it shouldn't have won. I feel like it definitely should have went to AJ and Cena. I'm not saying that AJ and style, I mean, that AJ and Balor was a bad match. I just feel like it could have been better if they actually had time, more time to plan it and stuff instead of just being like a quick spur of the moment replacement. My favorite out of the nomin out of the matches that were nominated My, was. Yeah. Was Styles versus Cena, but there was like so many factors into that. Like, yeah, it was the fact that at that point in time, Styles, like, Styles was basically the top guy on SmackDown. Yeah, and Cena was the top guy in the in the company. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it was so funny how the storyline came up, though, was the fact that like there wasn't really a storyline. Cena just came in and said, "I'm gonna go for the belt." Why? Because I'm John Cena. That's why. Pretty much. But that was such an awesome character they had. He only had that for about a month. Where he was like, why? Because I'm John Cena. Recognize. Pretty much. Damn it. They did not run with that more. It would have been amazing. I mean, just basically having, like, I'm goddamn John Cena for most of the year. Like, that would have been that really was, great. That, that would have been, that was such a heel I feel tease. like if Cena was basically like that. That would, like, get him over a little bit. Yeah. And... Cause ba- well, basically, because it is a heel turn, basically. So, like, as far as the match itself goes... Okay. The match itself was still solid all around. I'm not... I'm not just, you know... We're talking about Balor and Styles, right? I don't talk about my choice, but let's talk about oh, the reader choice. Really? Yeah, Styles versus uh, Balor, though, like... That one was a substitute because Bray Wyatt got sick, or whatever happened with him... And they aborted that storyline feud, whatever, thank God. And we got AJ Styles in his place. Everybody was going crazy about that because it was the first time that they wrestled against each other. Bullet Club members. So it was just like, wow, look at this. One of the few dream matches that they haven't, you know, killed yet. T- tables uh, TLC was kind of a weird pay-per-view to start out with just because of all the substitutions they Honestly, had. it was just a clusterfuck. But in a good way, not like the usual bad way yeah i think a lot of people just 
had good feelings about this match because it was there was no bullshit storyline. It's just let's it just, just throw wrestling. the two guys out there and the let closest, them do their thing. It was basically the closest WWE has ever got to maybe like a New Japan match. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about this match, besides the fact that they could have, if they would have had a few more matches, it would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. But as it was, the because only thing of... I didn't like though was that um, I hate it when they they call him the Demon Finn Balor. It's yeah. like, can you just please stop doing that? Yeah, it's just call him Finn Balor or the Demon, one or yeah, the other, not it's... both. Yeah. So for wrestler of the year, the because non... it especially makes it confusing when like. Demon Finn Balor, and then when they were calling Kane Demon Kane, that was such a demon, the devil's favorite demon. <laughs> I mean, no, that nickname's fine. He's had that nickname for a while, so I let it slide. But when they were literally just like the Demon him Kane, as Demon Kane, I was just like, all right, this is ridiculous. The like, thing like, I get, like you're trying to like, you know, make it different between Corbett Kane and all that, but like, just just call him Kane. The thing I hate about his return. Besides, well, it okay, was there's a few things. No, it's the fact that Pyroless Kane, I don't know. No, he came out with Pyro. No, he didn't, he, they don't have Pyro. They don't have Pyro. For oh, his, yeah. Like his signature. Oh, yeah, he really that, hasn't stopped. That I mean, that's stopped. like the equivalent of like Goldberg coming out without his, like, without his entrance Pyro. Or some Stone people. Stone Cold coming out without his vest. Some people. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way of looking at it. There's just some things that became signatures. Like, so, like, when they don't do it, it's weird. Oh yeah, it's like, like when it's like when Brock Lesnar like when he does his little like arm thing where he and it's like you gotta decide is this gonna be the time that there's pyro or not, especially when he goes to the ropes too. You would really hope that they would have pyro for WrestleMania, but I think Vince wants to have a few extra dollars for his uh, XFL project. I really hope he doesn't go through with that. that <laughs> there's really no point in that. Besides the fact that he's crazy, so. It's like yes, we'll just have we'll have a rule: no protests allowed. All of a sudden, everybody wants wants to watch it. So. Um, this these votes, I don't know why I did it like this. I mean, probably should have went from the bottom up, but we're gonna do top bottom anyway. Uh, so for wrestler of the year, we had nominations were AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, The Miz, Braun Strowman, and Roman Reigns. And the winner for Wrestler of the Year was AJ Styles. Not really surprising because he honestly deserved it. No yeah. one's put in more work than AJ this year. As far as people in WWE goes, we can yeah. mention some New Japan guys that might have put quite a bit of work in. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah I'll be fair to that. Because, um... I'm just saying that basically... But I, I will give it to Styles mainly because he's been putting on stellar... Ma- I can't think of one bad AJ match, really, this year. That's one thing. And two, every guy he's been in the ring with, he's helped them out tremendously. He's given both Brock and Jinder an actual memorable match. Jinder actually had a good match. <laughs> yeah. It was a good match. It was a... Jinder had a good match, and he has Styles to thank for. He think of he looked better in defeat than he did beating any of the other guys. Exactly. Like how many people can say that? Yeah, not that many. So, 
So AJ was able to get a good match out of AJ Jinder Mahal. Been, AJ has basically he, been Jericho this whole year, just putting people over in some way, some form or another. I had somebody before I was talking to them, and they said, "Yeah, you know, I think that um, AJ is like you know the modern day Michaels." But honestly, who would you actually like rate higher? I said, I don't really know, because AJ's really fucking good now. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, the only thing I could say would probably be, like, Omega. Maybe. People still look at Omega as a spot monkey, though, which is kind of amusing, because he is a great wrestler. Exactly. Like, I, mean, I think that's one of the... Re- you know what? I think that's another like reason... The, he was the, um... AJ was the... What is it? The... It was, it's like Dave Metzler's whatever top wrestling thing. PWG or whatever. No, the, P, uh, the PWI. Yeah. He was number one for that. And I think AJ was like... No, he was number one, and I think Braun was two. Wait, you're saying um, Omega was number one? Yeah. Of course he was number one, because Meltzer beats off the New Japan. He's, he, that's, that's why... He, he, I think even Omega like kind of made, like, you know... Joking about, it. he's like, you know, I've got a lot of six star matches. Like, you know, he's probably like, what the fuck is a six star match? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. So apparently, nobody's a New Japan fan if Omega wasn't on there. Oh, whatever. But hey, Roman Reigns is on there. Oh, Roman wasn't that bad this year. Just won't put him as wrestler here. Yeah, um, I don't think Roman. Roman. I wouldn't say this was, like, a great year for him, you know? You know the amusing... It started out good, and then, like, by around this time, it just kind of, like, he fumbled a bit with the being sick and the, you know, dumpster fire that it was, the Shield reunion, and... You know the amusing part about the fact of the nominations having Roman and Seth Rollins is that Ambrose probably put more work in than both of them. Ambrose really did put more work in than both of them. Yeah. And it's a shame that he got injured. Yeah, it sucks. At Rollins' expense. <laughs> Let's be real. Rollins literally makes gets a lot of people injured. It's all your fault, And it's Seth. not even... And I'll, I'll give it to him. It wasn't really his fault this time, but just, like... Dean's been a workhorse most of the most of his like time here. He hasn't really missed any like days. Oh, of course, he's never been injured, and he's always you know put in work day in and day out. And just for him to be out nine months now, he's making up for the time that he uh, never got injured. It's like how's it? It's because it's like yeah, you think this is hard? I used to wrestle in CZW for Christ's sakes. This is nothing. <laughs> Exactly. That's why I'm like really surprised. I, you know, and just because of the, you just reminded me of that he's gonna have that Cena healing. Let's be real. Like, so, so you're saying when that they, he's out nine months and he comes back in like three, and then he comes back at Mania. <laughs> yeah, he'll be he'll be number thirty. At the, oh my god! <laughs> and probably win it. It's like yes, I just I just uh, got a new arm or something. I don't know. Uh, let's see, we got. Women's Wrestler of the Year. Asuka, Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and Ember Moon. I don't think that Alexa gets enough love. Yeah, isn't she like the longest reigning Raw Moon champ now? I don't understand when people say that she's not that good of a wrestler. She's not bad. Yeah. She was the first one to hold both Raw and SmackDown titles. Yeah, but... 
a shitty wrestler could hold a bell. I mean, you know, like that's yeah, but she's not a shitty wrestler though. She's probably the best. Well, yeah, the well maybe now not since Absolution the Riot Squad came in, but she was like the best heel, women's heel, maybe not, this year. I'm not gonna talk about this one for too long, but what happened to Paige? What do you mean? Oh, that. Yeah, she did seems she like get, did she get like booted in the back or something by? Uh... I think like she just got the wind knocked out of her or something. Yeah, because she seems fine now. It's like damn you, Sasha. It was just probably like when it was like, ugh, like, like I'm real, like I got winded and I can't like really function. But she's fine now, That's which great. was great because for her to get injured immediately would have sucked. Yeah. That would have like that. They probably would have let her go if that happened. That would have totally deflated everything. So, so for women's wrestler of the year, it came down to Oscar and Charlotte Flair, and Oscar gets the nod. Oscar, yay! Yeah, of course, like let's be real. Who had a better year? Women, as far as women go, who had a better year? Who do you think is gonna beat her? Uh, who I think will beat her? Well, I already know she's winning the Royal Rumble. Let's just get that out of the way. Someone good would have to come. I, I don't unless she say... unless she goes for the women's belt at the Rumble, since she just beat Alexa. True. So they can keep her out of the Rumble. That could work. But then who would win the Rumble for the women? Paige. Ronda Rousey. Oh my God! Don't 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 don't. I hope that doesn't happen. That would backfire. But that would but that would that would set she it up. She could be in it, but. She can't win it. That would backfire so hard on WWE. Which means they're going to do it. I hope they really don't go through with that. Because if they learn anything from the first women's Money in the Bank ladder match, no. That's just such a bad thing to do. It's it's, it's totally going to happen. And Ronda's going to get such heat for it. I'm... The sad part see, is... See, you, you're, you're, like, you're like... Oh my because, God. like... I didn't think about it until just now, and I'm like, oh my god! Because I was really set up Oscar versus, but but the whole storyline on on social media was always Charlotte versus Ronda. Yeah. But if if Ronda were to win and she Oscar to won, it would be it would be a perfect way of setting that match up. I just can't see it happening. Like, it's just me- so painful to think about. You're like, WWE's done some dumb shit things, but oh my god. That's like, no, because that was like when um, Batista came back and just won the Royal Rumble. God, why did Batista? Could you get... imagine, like, could you imagine if they, they like kept like the the, 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 um, the surprise that Batista was in the Royal Rumble, like no one found out, and then he won. They totally need to have Batista versus The Rock. I mean, be like Hollywood versus Hollywood. That could work. Or a proper. Miz versus Rock, or maybe a Miz versus Batista. Oh God! I mean, the pretend <laughs> A-lister versus the actual A-lister. Like, Is, does Batista qualify as A-lister now? I mean, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy has been doing good, and he's like a he was a Bond villain. Yeah, that's true. I guess I guess he qualifies. Plus, Man with the Iron Fist was a great movie too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I give it to him. Let's see, we got, um... So, Oscar, Women's Wrestler of the Year. Yay! Tag Team of the Year. Usos. No question. 
Well, thanks for giving it away. I'm We're going to go like, over it, the nominations it was first. Obvious, we got the New Day, which we actually had a discussion about because we were like, it's well, there, were there a one group. Of four groups that have not broken up yet. It's like, they're, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tag Team of the Year. The mid, like Zack Ryder and freaking, what's his name? That would have been amazing if that won. Oh, my God. <laughs> right before they broke up. Or uh, what was that one tag team, DIY or whatever? Why the hell did they break them up? That was so stupid. Yeah, but that feud is going to be amazing when he comes back. But this, yeah. that's why that's why I think it's going to happen since he became since Gargano became number one contender. Sorry to just completely nah, derail the conversation, but this is what I feel like is going to happen. He Gargano is number one contender. He's going to have that title match probably at no, I don't think at Takeover. Maybe at Takeover. I don't know. And Ciampa's going to come back and screw it. And then that's going to start probably the biggest feud of NXT. Yeah. Because how over Gargano is right now. He's basically the new Sami Zayn. He's basically like the new heart and soul of NXT. Yeah, that is true. Let's see. So for Tag Team of the Year, the nominations were New Day, Usos, The Bar, Young Bucks, and Authors of Pain. So I still feel like the New Day shouldn't have been on that category. Cause I, they, they, I mean, well, yeah, based they, on their feud with the Usos alone. Yeah, you know? but they're a like it's they, kind of a mixed bag because I want to say they're, they're a staple. They're, they're part of the Freebird rule. Yeah, but that only means that they're a sta- that only means that they're a staple more just because of that. If you think about it, they never have they never have singles matches though, unless they're like feuding with a tag team. Then like they, then a tag team member is having a singles match with the other you know mm. yeah so doesn't matter either way the Usos because it's... <sighs> yeah there was really nobody else to pick from yeah I mean don't get me wrong the bar is a good tag team but they haven't accomplished nearly as much as the Usos have this year but about the Young Bucks they were able to make WWE money without being in WWE that was that was great on their part too. Yeah, but no, it just shows that they have business savvy, really, if anything. Yeah, they still get kind of shit on as far as uh, their wrestling goes because people just call them spot monkeys. Yeah. So it's they all are about... entertaining. Did you see the little Christmas video of them trying to fight? That Santa was hilarious. That was hilarious. It. You you gotta love how much they just don't give a fuck and they're just so good. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're just having fun because. This whole, you know. Cruiserweight of the year. Enzo Mori. No, he was the nomination. I was about to say that better. So not. we got we got Neville, we got Enzo, we got Cedric, Tyler Bate, and Pete Dunn. I feel like Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn, they're great, but since they're not actually in the cruiserweight division, they shouldn't really count. There wasn't really that many people to pick from, and the the ones that you could pick from, I mean Cedric. Cedric I, was. I'm a I'm a Cedric Mark just because of the lumbar check. Like, I would have instead of Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne, I would have put, no, not Mustafa Ali, but Drew Gulak, and um. Either Gallagher or um Kendrick. What? No love for Tony Nice. Tony Nice hasn't done anything. 
But he's. But what I about mean, the abs, the, man? I know the six pack is amazing, but like, <laughs> that alone isn't going to sell it for me. If if Tony Nese and Finn Balor had a collision in midair, they would just blow the arena up. <laughs> be like, no, they'd just be turned into two spotlights on the top rope, those shiny abs of theirs. <laughs> it's like a double cross body. All of a sudden, like the black hole appears. <laughs> No, and then all of a sudden Rick Rude like rises out of the grave and starts gyrating. <laughs> that would happen. <laughs> so Neville wins Cruiser of the Year. Let me double check. Um, yeah, Neville gets it. A lot of people, or a couple of people, we were talking to was like, "Oh, does Neville deserve it?" Because he left. It's like he still destroyed the cruiserweight division. Yeah, so. like he ran through the almost the entire cruiserweight division before. You know, he and, took his ball and went home, basically. And, and he was one of the reasons why uh, Austin Aries just left. And so. he's the reason why Neville has... I mean, Enzo has immense heat on himself. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, you had to give it to Neville, because Neville's the reason that Enzo is a believable heel. Neville's the reason why 205 Live has anything going on. <laughs> Pretty much. Hopefully, Hideo could, you know, fill that void. Unfortunately, we're not going to see the GTS thing again anytime soon. Oh, yeah. After he injured Kendrick, it's a wrap on the GTS. <laughs> I don't understand that, though, because, because it's like, what about some other people that when they get injured, it's like, okay, Seth Rollins, you can still do all these moves, but we're going to ban the curb stomp, which has never injured anybody. Yeah. WWE really has he some weird He still does the knee, and he, like, turned Cena into a Mozart. <laughs> 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 he, <laughs> he made his nose look like Ken Shamrocks. Basically. <laughs> see, we got a feud of the year. His nerves traveled to his right ear. Oh my <laughs> and yet he still gets to do the knee. Exactly. Uh, feud of the year. We got the Usos versus New Day. We have Aleister Black versus Velveteen Dream. That is honestly maybe my runner-up choice. Um, Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens. Honestly, I think it would actually be Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. And my dark horse was Samoa Joe versus Brock because I thought that was awesome. That was awesome. a good feud, too. That was awesome for the month or so that they ran with that. I know, because Joe was just so... Well, Joe was always good, but... Joe was very believable in that feud. He literally was just like to Paul... I'm going to choke you out. Like this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna choke you out. <laughs> it was just it, like it was oh, the man. fact that it was the fact that Joe was such a great shit talker that he almost forced he 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 basically forced Lesnar to care a little more. Yeah. So Joe literally is probably the best trash talker in WWE right now. Like his level of savagery is just probably even better than Kevin Owens. When he literally was just like the other day, like, I made Dean Ambrose a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home <laughs> husband, stay that, husband that has to live off his wife's paycheck directly to his wife. I lost uh, it. <laughs> My favorite line that Samoa Joe did with um, Lesnar was when he was like, I'm the guy, like, whatever, and he's like, you look at me when I'm talking to you, or we can fix this right now. Like... <laughs> And Lesnar was like, dude, what the fuck? Uh, um, the man deserves a title soon, ASAP. 
so I mean the the, the the obvious winner for this was the Usos versus the New Day. Let me double check to make sure that was it. Usos versus New Day. Usos and New Day fucking destroyed each other for months. Like, yeah. I don't think there was a better feud than them. And, and and the thing about it, though, was the fact that they seemingly, like, kind of just threw them together out of, like, necessity. They were just like, let's just, just go out there. You could be... Uso and New Day deserve because they literally, their feud literally started from the bottom. Like, they were literally pre-show... And their pre-show and then, matches was still the show. That they had to put them on the car. And then they had to give them the main event. Like, that's how great they were. Yeah. And then at the very end, they respected each other. It was a yeah. perfect end to their feud. Yeah. Basically a double, well, a face turn for the Usos, basically. Yeah. So While still maintaining their heelist personas, which is amazing. <laughs> that battle rap just... That that, battle that, rap that made alone, the feud. That that battle rap alone basically sold it for me. That they are the <laughs> that best. That was tag. hilarious. <laughs> I was like, no, they did not just mention the sex tape. Faction of the year. So the funny thing was that Xavier was probably actually mad at that because like ever since then, I mean they're back on the show now, but like for a good few months the Usos were never on up up down down <laughs> for like a solid four months. I think they pissed off Alberto more with that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Remember when Alberto was, like, talking about, like, you know, fuck, fuck you, Triple H, fuck you, you can go to my restaurant, and I'll slap you around, and then I'll buy oh, you a his, drink. His restaurant that's basically getting closed down for, like, health inspecting problems it, or something. It was the thing that he said, though, he was like, he was like, I'll fucking, like, you know, punch you or knock you out or whatever, and then I'll buy you a drink because I'm a nice guy like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sad thing is, I could believe them because, I mean, they, I mean, Alberto, guy, he's an asshole, but that dude can actually fight. He's, he's got an undefeated MMA record. I thought he lost a match or he lost a bout. Kind of I guess more was undefeated. That. Either it's either undefeated or he has more wins. Anybody, than anybody that has a anybody that has a single MMA win is still doing better than like ninety percent of the roster for ninety five. I know uh, he's got at least like three or four wins though. Let's take a look at this. Let's see, he went nine and five. That's pretty solid. Yeah, that's not too bad. Let's see. So we got um, what the hell was I even talking about? Um, talking about Del Rio. Oh, it was. Yeah, why the hell did I even mention that? Whatever. Uh, faction of the year. So we had the New Day, we had the <coughs> Shield, we had the Bullet Club, Sanity, and the Mistrage. Okay. Take out. Uh, the we... Shield. Take out the Shield. <laughs> Because the Shield did not accomplish anything. They did have... Unless we're talking about the Shield with Kurt Angle, Rollins, and Ambrose. The Olympic Shield bomb. Or the, the Shield with Rollins, Ambrose, and Triple H. The Shield versus... No, the, the Shield with Kurt Angle versus the the, the, the the group to end Hulkamania at TLC was... I, you know what? I kind of hated that match, but looking back, I was like, man, that was probably the equivalent of like... A smack, uh, like a, a WWE 2K match, clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah. 
Which I mean, makes it awesome. Exactly, because it was literally like, oh, let me just bring some characters together, let me switch out Kurt Angle's attire. <laughs> and then let's put Braun Strowman in a, in a, in a friggin' trash compactor. Like, I'll be honest, like, when Kurt Angle came out in the shield here, I did mark out in my house. <laughs> but it was the it fact, was just because. But it was that one picture that everybody has burned in their heads, or at least my head. <laughs> so you got the two. So you got Ambrose and Rollins looking Look all those, serious, with game and then face. and, then, and you got, then you got just like, yeah, I'm wrestling again. <laughs> oh, Angle is so awesome. He doesn't even have to wrestle; he just could be awesome. So. Hopefully, though, he starts training a little more and getting better because he has a lot of ring rust which is understandable considering how long he's been out of action but come on dude your last match i saw you in was all was damn near spectacular so like you gotta yeah but that's when he was wrestling on his terms as opposed to the super restricted don't do anything that might possibly hurt you well i mean even even when he was wrestling outside he wasn't doing anything like reckless or dangerous he's basically just wrestling just how wrestling. he normally wrestles without the moonsaults well ever since his like it was a uh, the style that i really liked when he was doing it was his um like his pseudo mma style or what no not that one I, actually yeah when when he got drafted ecw before oh, he, before machine? he got yeah that was awesome yeah wrestling machine kurt was amazing when, when he did that, but then, like, there was a point in time in TNA when he was doing that, and then all of a sudden he just went back to, I'm just going to moonsault off top of the cage angle. And, like, that wasn't really necessary. Yeah, I, I mean, it's amazing that he could do moonsaults, but i just never seen him as a guy that does moonsaults. Harker Holly sees it because the guy's arm broken off a moonsault. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Uh, let's see, so we got... Yeah, New Day, Shield, Bullet Club, Sandy, Mistrage, and the winner is the Bullet Club. I mean, let's be real. The Bullet Club is like the Legion of Doom, basically. Yeah. Or it, like the evil version of the Justice League, the Crime Syndicate. Because they're like the NWO just, that's actually taken over wrestling. Yeah, they're like the NWO, but done better. A lot of people were just like... I remember at one point in time I said... Bolt Club are still around? I thought they were dead. And they're actually, like, more over now than before. Yeah. So. And they're learn- and they're not doing the thing where NWO did, where they just literally started making everyone a member. Like, they'll make some a member, and they'll kick out some. Yeah. They, they try to keep a certain number. Yeah. They're so popular, I didn't even realize that there's this wrestling anime, and they're the villains in that, too. They're so popular right now that with their t-shirts, there's some. There's a lot of people that buy the shirts and they won't even know who the fuck the Bull Club is. Basically. They're like, it's, it's, it's the perfect trendy hot topic shirt. Like, like I bought a Marty Scroll t-shirt the other day and I had to look him up. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, so the Bull Club win because it, they had to. Um, pay-per-view of the year. Okay, so we got WrestleMania, we got Takeover War Games, Slammiversary, G1 Special USA. It wasn't really specified night one or night two, so I guess it could have been um, together. That was the American debut of New Japan, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Final Battle was RH's pay per view. Um, I'd give it to WrestleMania because honestly, WrestleMania was really good that year. 
I would have said Takeover War Games just I mean, because it was such a hyped show. Yeah, Takeover War Games was good too, but like if I had to like as far as like like just a massive crowd reaction and emotion alone, I had to give it to WrestleMania. Yeah. So the winner was WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be real. Hardy's returning and Undertaker possibly retiring. That that just there's nothing that can kind of beats that honestly. Company of the year. Well, I mean, so when we were running this, there were people that put SmackDown. There were people that put NXT. I'm like, we met like WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, so Impact or whatever it's called right now, or GFW or whatever. Um, so nominations were WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, and House of Hardcore, which was kind of our, you know. Her special pick. So. Yeah, um, they all had good years. Uh, New Japan did really well. Ring of Honor is I always mean, doing well. I Impact mean, were somehow still around, surprisingly, and they're actually not doing too bad now. But the winner is oh, wait, because and, Jeff Jarrett's in rehab, and not being yeah. involved, and and House of Hardcore because you know it's, it's a, it has a special place in our hearts, basically. Yeah, as long as uh. You know what? Y'all want to be like, hey, MVP actually had a good match. I'm like, oh, that's great. Just one good match makes up for all the other... I hate, if I hate you guys it. don't know already, Fran hates MVP. I'll give and it, I don't blame I'll, him. I'll give when, it, you, I'll, when a guy botches his own finisher, that's that's un, that's unforgivable. Okay, so this is what happened. That'd be like Cena botching the AA. Or Randy Orton botching the RKO. Well, here's what happened. So one show... He had a matchup against Bull Dempsey. Mm-hmm. And both of them are, they're known, and they're currently they're known for their strong style. The MVP is known for strong style? I know, it sounds funny, but like, okay, so when, when you when you saw the match in person, I was, because I remember at one point in time, they were literally just like standing next to each other, not doing anything. I mean, okay, they were, they were like trading shots, but when you saw it in person, you were just like, do something, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's when I yelled out, like, do something! And Bull Dempsey hits him, and then my friend Joe goes, do something else! Like, <laughs> and then MVP hits his finisher, which was a drive-by. Nobody reacted to it, because I don't, because it was just so weak-looking. It was just horrible. I saw, I it's saw the... you didn't do the balling elbow, because that's honestly better. I saw the, um... I saw the match on online, like through um, whichever like streaming site that they do. Mm-hmm. It came across a little bit better, but still, it was. And then I and then I thought about it. I said, "What the hell is MVP done?" You know. Okay, so he had that feud with Matt Hardy, which was kind of awesome. I mean, he is a former United States champion. He's one of the better United States champions too. On top of that, he, he's had some pretty solid matches in, on Impact. He took a good stunner before, like, <laughs> um, but I still think his most infamous moment was when he got choke slam off the chamber pod. I think that's what most people remember him for. <laughs> what the hell was I talking about? The only oh. other thing I can remember him doing that sticks out was doing the the uh, combined balling elbow with Trish Stratus and basically elbow dropping <laughs> Beth Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, so we were talking about Company of the Year and House. Um, no, it's not House of Parker. They had a good year, but no, Company of the Year it's WWE. Really? According to the readers. I mean, I feel like that's biased because not a lot of them watch the other stuff. There's there's quite a few people here that follow on uh, I mean, I New know Japan. That, yeah, so. I know like my friend Matt and all that, but like still, I feel like it's biased mainly towards WWE. Well, and that's most because WWE is probably the more possible one to watch anyway. Well, when you look at it, it's because they have so many things to choose from. I mean, a lot of people, it's like, well, if we're talking about, we could, we could throw NXT in there. Well, NXT is WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Meanwhile, Ring of Honor just has Ring of Honor. New Japan just has New Japan. Yeah. I feel like if they stretched out, it has more different stuff. And had a better way of watching it, or an easier way of trying to figure out how to watch it, mm-hmm. then yeah, definitely, probably one of the other shows would pick it. Like, they already, like, they had this, like, app for, like, New Japan, and that's basically how people are going to watch Wrestle Kingdom, and I will make the early prediction of that being the pay-per-view of the year. Wrestle Kingdom? Mm-hmm. It, it could take it. I mean, that card is amazing. I've... Do you think do you think that Omega is done after the show? Do you think that like this is going to be a send off and he's going to be at the Rumble? Uh, on one hand, I can see that being that way, but on, but it's like two factors. One, he basically acknowledged to Chris Jericho in a promo like, "Oh, is this your way to try and get me to go to the Promised Land to be on the show of shows and all that stuff?" But at the same time, I don't see it happening. I feel like he'll get over off Jericho from winning because I can't see Jericho just becoming the IGWP United States Champion. You know? But Jericho also does things on his own terms, so he doesn't really... It's just like... Yeah, but like... I mean... Nobody would expect that. I feel Everybody just expects that Omega's gonna win, so... Yeah. True, but I just feel like Omega has made it clear like he is that was really having that many intentions of trying to go to WWE because honestly he makes more money not in the WWE than he probably would in the WWE. Yeah, but here's but here's and on th- top of that, like half his moveset will be limited by WWE safety regulations and stuff anyway. Here's the thing though, is that unless they give him the treatment that they gave AJ Styles, I can't see it happening. Yeah, but it's also just seeing how you do. Like, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people also where it's like, even if they just have the experience from being in the company for a short period of time, that makes them more valuable for the most part. Some some people might, there might be an exception to the rule, but it's kind of like when Styles was saying before, you know, when he, he uh, picked a certain time to actually try to give it a go, where it's like, if he would have went a lot sooner... They wouldn't have done nearly as much as they did with him, like, now. So, he probably would have been, like, another Dolph Ziggler or something. So, no, nah, actually, that's, that's bullshit. No. He, he'd do a lot better. Yeah. Um, commentator of the year. Booker, surprisingly. No, I'm just kidding, folks. That's We all know that was a lie. My goodness. My goodness. We got... Danny Doring was a was a nominee. Um, Who's he for? I don't even know. I mean, I, I remember hearing him commentate before. And it Did was, he die? 
Wow. <laughs> Danny Dorn, I thought you were dead. No, that's, I could that's... have sworn there was like some commentator or something that passed away not too long ago. I don't, I don't remember. I don't um, remember his name. But rest in peace, Danny. Now I actually have to look it up. <laughs> Michael Cole. Right, just, um, Mauro Ranallo. I never know how to pronounce his name. JBL. And Corey, Danny Daring, right? Danny, Dangerous Danny Doring. Um, and Corey Graves. And the winner of this is Corey Graves. Obviously, because Corey Graves is really solid. I, he has the best part. Well, I will give Manello the runner-up, but Corey, there's just something special about him on the mic. He's really come into his own since his unfortunate early retirement. Morrow would have... Uh... He he would have been in better running if he if like the shit with JBL didn't happen and he yeah. left because he was doing really good for a while. He, is he still with NXT right now? He's in NXT, so yeah. Maybe he'll come back now that JBL's gone. He was, you know, he was one of the reasons why SmackDown was the better show for a little while. Yeah. So, but yeah, Corey Graves. I mean, oh, and he made the um, him and Dan Bryan as commentary for the um Cruiserweight Classic was yeah superb. Corey Graves, I think it's safe to say, is doing better now than if he was still wrestling. So, Okay, so Danny Dorn used to be a wrestler. He was with ECW, apparently. Is he alive? He's alive. That's good to hear. He's actually 43 from Jersey. He was trained by Taz, Perry Saturn, Devon Hughes, and Mikey Whitbread. That's an interesting group of trainers right there. Let's see. We got worst pay-per-view of the year. Oh, we're getting to the Razzies now. Okay, so nominations are No Mercy, Battleground, Fastlane, Payback, and Backlash. And I really wish that I had these lined up really quick. Okay, so so No No Mercy's um. Let's see what No Mercy's 2017 what their main event was. So No Mercy's main event was Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Um, yeah, that was a that was a pretty bad match. Let's see. I mean, it, it wasn't bad. It was it was solid until the ending, basically. Yeah. And the, but the ending was so bad it ruined it. Let's see. For Battleground, <laughs> we had Jinder versus Randy Orton in a Punjabi prison match. Oh my god! I totally forgot about that terrible clusterfuck. Yeah. Okay, and let's see what everything was... about that match was horrible. Like I can't even sugarcoat it. First of all, I couldn't even see shit throughout half the match. And then the great Kali was a factor. <laughs> yeah, like just randomly show up after like what four or five years mm-hmm. and not do anything after that. Exactly. Like there was no point in that. Why couldn't you just have? The... Oh, that's right, because they almost died. <laughs> like, let's see. Hell, you could have just brought back like. Like, I don't know, Davari or somebody. Like, you didn't have to make Kali the go-to Indian bodyguard guy. Let's see, we got, um... So, Fastlane's main event was <laughs> Goldberg defeating Kevin Owens in 20 seconds. I don't know why everyone says that was horrible. Yeah, it was I think I thought, shit. Was, I thought it was hilarious, I was, honestly. I mean, you can't say it was a terrible match when we all knew it was going to happen. Did you honestly, did anyone really think Kevin was going to win <laughs> after he basically beat Brock in like 
less time than his entrance, basically. You know what that logic... You know, you know what Kevin uh, Kevin Nash will love talking to you. <laughs> it's like he, no, he uh, here here's one for you. He um during one of his interviews, maybe I don't know, you might have heard this one before, where he was like talking about the finger poke of doom. Yeah, and he was like, people were so upset about that that they didn't get to see Kevin Nash versus, versus Hulk Hogan because that would have been a barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the same logic with with Goldberg versus exactly Alex. it's just like oh Brock Goldberg he's rocking less than a minute everyone's like oh that's great this is amazing he does the same shit to Kevin Owens suddenly he's the worst wrestler in the goddamn <laughs> <laughs> it's just like how fickle can you be like it's fine when he does it to Brock but when he does it to Kevin god because, forbid because people don't like Brock that's why I mean fair point but I mean Okay, it's, it's the same thing. I just I feel like it shouldn't have really mattered. Who the fuck? Especially when you know it was coming. Okay, the next one was Payback. Who the fuck picked this one? Because like Payback's main event was Braun Strowman defeating Roman Reigns. So who's the Roman Reigns mark? Actually, what other matches were even on? Oh, that's why. The House of Horrors match. Okay, fair point. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's, uh... Obviously, it's a toss-up between the Puchani Prison match and the House of Horrors match, but I honestly yeah. have to give it to the House of Horrors match. Well, no, we're that. talking about uh, Worst Pay-Per-View. Oh, Worst Pay-Per-View. Yeah. Uh, Backlash 2017. Let's see, what was the main event for this one? You already know what the main event for that one was. Jinder oh. versus Morgan. <laughs> Where Jinder shocked the entire wrestling world. I see. And the winner of this one is Battleground. I still remember the fallout from backlash like one of my friends posted on facebook like i'm so angry right now don't anyone walk up to me and stuff <laughs> and everybody was like what's wrong man are you doing all right <laughs> and i would just comment with a picture of gender holding champs like is it because of this <laughs> he's like how did you know he's like you dickhead <laughs> okay we got worst worst feud of the year we'll just we'll just make it clear it's Bray Wyatt versus somebody yeah um like so, the the nominations were Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt at this point is like the reverse AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Styles couldn't save a feud if he was with Bray Wyatt. I don't think it's possible. Although he did have that, you know, he. he it, you, I wonder how the House of Horrors match would turn out if it was AJ Styles. Instead. You know what the amusing part is? Is that the last time there was anything good with Bray Wyatt was when he won the chamber match when he pinned AJ Styles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that was it. And then after that, it was all downhill. It really was, because he had a lackluster title. He didn't do anything. And then really all his feuds were horrible. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the Miz Taraj looks better. He was better. just a lackluster placeholder to just somehow, for whatever reason, give it back to Randy. And then for well, Randy to just or, drop it to fucking Ginger. Well, no, because Rand, because they were like, Randy, please don't like hate us for the fact that we had you get your brains bashed in from Lesnar. That too. So Because he almost died on a live pay-per-view. Yeah, and Orton <laughs> since then has given even less of a fuck. So, Probably. <laughs> He's like, there's a reason for that. I mean, you have you have someone beat me within an inch of my life on a live pay per view. You think I'm gonna care after? Because this? I could smoke all this weed, and you're not gonna you're not gonna fire me because I'll just sue you. Basically. <laughs> so, 
So we had Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. We had Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg, which I know you have feelings for, as far as, like, why is it even on there? I mean, because I feel like it wasn't terrible. I Like, it did what it was supposed to do. It's just that people have opinions about the wrestlers, but we're talking about feuds here, and, like... I mean, come on. That was like, one of the most amusing feuds of the year. Exactly, because, like, it was quick and one and done, like... Because have, we had... You have Brock... You have Goldberg literally, like, just... Give everyone the biggest what the fuck moment of 2007 <laughs> by beating Lesnar in like less than a minute. You have him squash the shit out of him at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second, I gotta I gotta look up this person's reaction from the Rumble. Um, this YouTube video. This will basically like. Oh, let me find this one. Lesnar, Brock, or Lesnar Goldberg. Rumble. Reaction. Here it is. This is from YouTuber Blue X Demon X. If you put in uh, it, the the result that you're going to look for is Goldberg eliminates Brock Lesnar. WWE Royal Rumble 2017 reaction. Hold on a second. hysterically when you eliminate it was so funny oh my god yeah uh what were we even yeah yeah the feud so we got who is messaging me all right dave come on okay we got um this was on the nominations i didn't even know they feuded at all was johnny mundo versus albert alberto del patrone or Albert Del, I spell just it just wrong. say Del Rio. Del Rio, the guy that the guy that makes Paige look like an anorexic. Um, whatever. Um, <laughs> I just remember the one picture where she just looked really, really bad. I mean, bad for her. So, so it was Johnny, John Morrison, and Del Rio. Um, the few that was so bad that I don't remember it. Um, Jinder versus Shinsuke. Which is believable. But what's wrong with that? The fact they called it—he called him a Pokemon. That was the one that was—it was like that's too racist. Like, what, what was it called? Oh, Mr. Miyagi. That was not—that was not worst feud of the year. That was funniest. More like most racist feud of the year. The winner, was... a most racist feud <clears throat> of the year. But it was the worst feud of the year because, you know, Shinsuke is exactly the greatest talker yet. Two, you know. Jinder was still trying to find his footing. Kind of off to a bad start with the racist comments. But and that didn't three, win worse. The match was terrible. So that was your worst? 
yeah, I'd probably say that was probably my worst. Worse than the winner, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. I would say yeah because that feud was would have been the winner if it actually happened. It did happen. It didn't happen. It did happen. It got aborted mid. It, it got aborted mid feud. Not intentionally. No, you know what? You know what? That was an act of God. Okay. Yeah, that was God like look, Ray. That was striking down. Ray, look, you had a bad year, but even you don't deserve this. So you know I'm just gonna take you out, I'm gonna remove you from what play. You, right what now. are you talking about? He doesn't deserve it. You're talking about Finn Balor doesn't deserve it. I mean Bray's good in his own right, but even he didn't need that going on for him. They're about to have him dress dude. They're gonna have, have him dress like sister Having Finn Balor dress up like a, having Finn Balor dress up like a pumpkin is not nearly as bad as having Bray Wyatt dress up in drag. <laughs> okay. It would have been like Perry Saturn. <laughs> what are you looking at? Yeah. Or when Santino basically was Santina. One Santina won Miss WrestleMania. Remember that? Ah. Uh, it's like they're trying to outdo themselves with horrible Bray Wyatt moments. Yeah. And let's let's get on the face paint thing. I like the whole Jack Lantern look that he had going on. I don't know why people act like Oh, that's terrible, but you don't have a problem with him, like, you know, basically violating a copyright every time he puts on. No, no, that's not what the problem was. The problem was, was that when they did the promo, and all of a sudden it morphed into that. It was like, you know what it is? It's kind of like with the Matt Hardy promos, whenever, now, whenever they have that cheesy, like, graphic that looks like somebody threw it together that's just broken. It's like... That is you mean not, Woken. Yeah, Woken. That is not necessary. True. Like, Vince McMahon, why do you think that's a good idea? Because I don't think anybody else would think that's a good idea, except for maybe Kevin Dunn, because he, he's an idiot. Um, or Jeff Jarrett. Or maybe Dixie Carter. I couldn't think of anything, but then I thought Slap Nuts. So, that was, you know what, that, that, was, that was amusing, at least. I thought that Matt Hardy had, had like creative control though he couldn't have possibly thrown that in there that actually is a good point I don't huh did he actually okay that that's a good I'm question. thinking about it it's like Matt do you even really care or are you just like you know what I just wanted that sweet WWE money so I mean, in a way I guess I don't blame him for doing it but I mean it was kind of unnecessary but what would you want the transition to be if he actually had, like, a better one? Like, I what? don't know. I just feel like the whole broken glass thing doesn't kind of go it with just the fact lo- that it's called Woken, you know? It just looks lame. That, too. I mean, I, it's like, look, broken, get it? It's like... <sighs> I mean, you could have just done, like, a, you know, like, basically CM Punk screen cut. <laughs> and then just go to bat. Like, that would have been better. Well... The worst feud of the year goes to the collar popper versus life's a drag. So, life's a drag is white, right? <laughs> yeah. Versus versus how many times will Finn Balor? I love the fact that that's part of his character. Now Finn, when you go out, no, well, no, it's not. It's not people telling him that. It's him going. I gotta be the cool guy. I gotta be the. You guy. really have like I've noticed this. You really have a thing against him popping his collar. It's <laughs> just so funny because it's like, it, it, it's it's like it's like Bret Hart like you know like swagging his arms or whatever. I mean that's his thing. It's like, like one, 
It's, it's it's all the things that it's all the little details that he has. It's I mean, just, I'd rather him pop his collar than to do the stupid shit Roman does of jerking off his fist. Like it's a fucking that's thing. bad in its own right. Okay, and nobody's then slamming down, and suddenly he just makes pyro. <laughs> okay, that's funny. <laughs> like that's, a superhero landing. But so so you're saying that when we see the collar popping, that it's like. Pyro, pyro, pyro! That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If he had pyro every time he pops his collar, <laughs> that would be incredible. If we saw, if we saw like the Brock Lesnar, like no, oh my god! If he had the Goldberg pyro, no, the Kane pyro, <laughs> <laughs> or the old school Shawn Michaels pyro, he just like shoots off. What does he have to do it multiple times? <laughs> No, my biggest issue with Balor actually isn't that. Like, I think that's hilarious. My biggest issue with him is where he looks like a confused Terminator. Where he he doesn't know... Like, his facial expressions don't match the situation. True. It's like, there's times where he should be, like, serious. Like, you know, I'm walking down the aisle because... Or I'm about to have a match. And and most of the time he just has that weird zen-like trance that Bubba used to have when he powerbombed people. I don't understand it. It reminds me of this, the cutscene from Terminator where it's like, well, why do people smile? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, that's the smile. I, It's that, it's along with his, like, medicated look. It's just... He's got a... If it, if Balor is the only guy in the history of wrestling that could be so charismatic, yet so horrible at the same time. The thing is... That look that you that you think he should have, it's there when he's in the face paint. But that's mostly because of the face paint. Yeah. So it's like, so is that how you compensated? Is that you just like, it's how you got these? Oh my god! <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like what Bret Hart used to say about when his original. Do you remember his original reason for wearing shades? What? Is because whenever he cut promos, it just made it easier. So he didn't look like he was staring. He was like floating all over the place. Yeah, but that's understandable because card players do that when they like play poker and stuff. They wear sunglasses and stuff, yeah. so you can't see where their eyes are doing. So that makes sense. So the hitman's a good poker face. I swear to God, if he actually does play poker and he wears the sunglasses, I will lose it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I give your poker skills a four out of ten. <laughs> Let's see, so we got, um, so Balor versus Wyatt was that. Okay, worst wrestler of the year. And Let's be real, we all know who it is, we don't even really need to go through the list. James Ellsworth, no, he was a nominee. Um, James Ellsworth doesn't count. James Ellsworth was Why a do man. people not count? If they were in the ring, they count. It doesn't matter if they have one shitty match. It, but it's not like he was a wrestler, though. Okay. I mean, yeah, he wore wrestling gear and stuff like that, but he was just a very hands-on manager. A very hands-on manager. Well, well, physically involved manager. Let's just say that. Let's go over to nominees. And and somebody's... I I don't know. Like I said, this is all based on people picking, like, you know... um, So we had Lana, Emma, and Emma wasn't even a bad wrestler. Yeah. It's just she was given a terrible gimmick that... Oh, yeah, Emmalina. That's why people picked that. But that was... But it never happened. Like, as soon as it, they were going to do it, they were just like, you know what? Change my mind. We're going back to Emma. And she literally did that in her 
debut. Roman Reigns gets the honor of being on the category for Wrestler of the Year and Worst Wrestler of the Year. He is the most polarizing figure in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Um, I wouldn't say Brock was the worst wrestler of the year. He would have to be very active. We would have to. Disappointing. We, we could talk to my friend Joe about that. Yeah, he's like he's like the guy that's got the guys the guy that has less moves than than the wrestlers in WrestleFest the arcade game. Yeah, but the thing is, Rock's the most realistic wrestler in the entire world. Because he because is he can a, kill people for real. I hate I hate the fact that they're like we can't have blading. So you know what? Rock, Rock. doesn't need the blade. He can no, no, just... no, 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 no. I'm talking about when they say. We're not going to have somebody do a blade job. You know what we're going to have? We're going to have Brock Lesnar elbow you in the head. Yeah. And if you've watched any of his actual UFC matches, that's pretty much how he's mostly ended his fights. Just killing his opponents in the ring with his elbows. <laughs> I have a... I have a very... Uh, I still think that is the end of his UFC run. I was like, you know what? If anybody wants to say that UFC is... I think some of their shit is fixed, honestly. <laughs> like, I mean, it could be. But... Okay, put it this way: his um, who was the one Hispanic guy that beat his ass? Frank Mark? No. no, no. In his debut? No, it was um, he. Oh, what the hell's his name? God, I forgot. I gotta look this up now. Was this like the like the guy he beat before he went into like his no, no, retirement? No. no. I gotta see this. Um. Okay, it was Valasquez or whatever. Uh, yeah, so I rem- I remember watching that, and it was uh, it was the later end of the bout, like where it, it was almost over, mm-hmm. when Brock was like flopping around the ring or flopping around the octagon, and I said, "This is this is him. This, this is this is quote this is real." I've seen I've seen him look like he's getting his ass beat harder in in wrestling than this. This looks like he this looks like he's trying to sell it and he forgot how to. Like I don't know. I, I, I still think it's funny when some people want to like that's the same thing with boxing. It's like I'm not gonna say that they're all rigged, but you're gonna find them every once in a while a rigged match here or two. Yeah, true. And the thing with the the thing with Lesnar versus Valasquez when that happened was the fact that UFC was. In the same category as WWE trying to break out into the Hispanic market. So, what are we going to do? We're going to have, you know, this guy. So, I I don't know. Um, I think, yeah, people just don't like the fact of his, like, part-time schedule and just the all the other shit involved with him. Yeah, but, I mean, it's Brock, like... I feel like him having his part-time schedule just makes the title a little more prestigious, you know? It makes the IC title more it prestigious. It, yeah, because, I mean, like, it makes it seem like he's an actual heavyweight champion. You know? It, it was... I guess from, a, like, a like a boxing match standpoint and stuff. It was that one um, promo that Samoa Joe talked about where he was like, I want Brock Lesnar's schedule. I want to be able to come and go as I please. <laughs> I love when after a while they actually like openly acknowledge, like, yeah, he just does what he wants. So, I mean, who's going to stop him? He's a draw. 
I just feel like, like I said, like, I just feel like, because I'm thinking, because when I see Brock Lesnar as champion, I think of it more from, like, like a real, like, professional boxer or, like, a real UFC champion standpoint. Like, they're not wrestling or they're not fighting, like, you know, week after week after week. They fight, like, you know. Strowman should have beat him. Yeah. That, too. But, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it should have been quick. It should have been done. Like, you know. <laughs> And I'm not even saying that because I'm a Strowman mark. It's because it's like, what the hell? Like, you know, that was ridiculous. Yeah. I felt like they should have, like, because I know they had that rule about how, like, no one kicked out kicks out of the F5 until WrestleMania, but, like, I felt like that really hurt Braun for a this, little while. This is what it, I don't understand. I don't understand how they can have Braun whoop Roman Reigns' ass, but then the guy... That is supposed to lose to Roman Reigns beats Braun's ass. Yeah, it's weird booking at its finest. It's like plot holes, honestly. Let's see. So who the hell's? Oh yeah. So we had Lana, Emma, Roman, Brock, and James Ellsworth. The winner of this was Lana. Yay! I. Whatever. I mean. Hey, but Lana did have the funniest. Uh, funniest piece of advice in Italia. You need to work on your promos. Yeah, I mean, so my skills, Lana is great. I love when I love Lana and uh, Rusev's original run, the, yeah. the 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 you know with the Russia shit and all that stuff. That pissed me off so much when Rusev lost at Mania. I mean, it was gonna happen though. But that was that that was the original Rusev day when he came out in the tank of all things with the Russian anthem. That was so awesome. Honestly, I want them to do that, but I want Aiden English to just sing the Russian anthem. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lana shouldn't get worse for wrestler of the year simply based on the fact that she's with Rusev. And if you're with Rusev, you're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is true. Look how successful Aiden English has been in the past couple of months. Uh, I, 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 I mean, to, I'll be I, honest, I forgot he was even on the SmackDown roster until he paired up with Rusev. I couldn't stand Aiden at first. Now he's awesome. I liked him better in his NXT days, because the Volvillains were, like, one of my favorite tag teams in NXT. I just yeah. liked the whole old-timey gimmick, and I love their entrance music. Are you having an online match? No. I was like, wait, who is this? There's this one guy on YouTube that does, like, Let's Plays for this, and this is his character. So he posted <laughs> his character on the community creation. And you're just like, I'm just going to pick him. Yeah, he's he's actually my character's biggest fucking rival. <laughs> honestly, this guy literally has seen the levels of kicking out. What the hell? So, okay, we're going to quick rundown real quick again. One more... And we're going to be posting this on the Facebook page regardless, whenever I feel like it. Um, match of the year was AJ versus Finn. Wrestler of the year, AJ Styles. Women's wrestler was Asuka. Tag team of the year was the Usos. Cruiserweight, Neville. Feud of the year, Usos versus New Day. Faction of the year, the Bullet Club. Pay-per-view, WrestleMania. Company was WWE. Commentator, Corey Graves. My God, I'm running out of breath. Uh, worst pay-per-view... That was Battleground. Worst feud was Finn versus Bray. And worst wrestler was Lana. 
and that's your 2017 Insecure End of Year Awards. Yay! Okay. We're going to be posting those on a Facebook page. I don't know when. Um, sometime tonight or tomorrow. And Dave's not messaging. I guess he went back to cleaning his room. Uh, let's see. We're going to do a couple pieces of quick news, and then we're going to call it a night. Is there anything really funny to talk about? Oh. Uh, Keith Slater got himself locked in the bathroom on a plane and had to get Rhino in the plane service to get him out. And that's why Rhino and Heath Slater got squashed by Braun because Vince was like, No! Nobody that works for me gets locked into the bathroom, damn it! <laughs> More talent was sick backstage at SmackDown. What the hell is up with all these people getting sick? Oh yeah, Braun had the flu not too long ago. I've heard no! Oh, He's God. better now. He was on Raw, so... It was I almost shed a tear over that. No, Braun can't get sick. If he got... Whatever the hell it was, that virus that spread it out that, to the other people, I would have been devastated. Yeah, all of a sudden everybody pulls like a Roman Reigns. Like, guess what? Your entire roster is sick. More talent backstage at SmackDown. We're sick dealing with the flu. Was um, Sami Zayn... Or, it's not confirmed whether they had the flu or something else, although the site reports several times... Well, who? doesn't say who. Uh, Sami Zayn... Posted a Twitter reacting to his win over AJ Styles on last night's SmackDown. <laughs> yup. Pinned the WWE Champion in my first match of 2018. Hashtag Year of Sammy. Who would have thought that Sammy would have been such a great heel? Has he ever been heel in like when he was El Generico and all that? No, not that I can remember. Rumor killer on reported match at Elimination Chamber. A match... A match making its way across the internet showing a lineup for Universal Championship match at Elimination Chamber is fake. Oh, it is? Yeah, that's yeah, the one you were talking about. To be real. Oh, well, so much for Braun winning that title. They're just saying it's fake. They're saying it's fake news. Chris Jericho. Uh, oh, Al Snow discusses the origin of head, head gimmick. On the head gimmick. Oh wait, I gotta see. I gotta see his relationship with Mick Foley because you don't know him and Mick are kind of weird. Um, it's like every time I turn around, he's making some kind of remark or some kind of statement in his book or stand-up routine. Practically, people have told me that they'll go to a stand-up show and he spends more time talking about me than he does anybody else. Mick Foley loves Al Snow. On the origin of Head. We were riding in the car together. It was Sid Vicious, Bob Holly, myself, and Mick Foley. That sounds Mick, like a great car ride. <laughs> yeah. Where's that in the next episode of Ride Along? Mick was playing around with the styrofoam head that Head is. He put his mask on, or he put this mask on, and he was making it like his girlfriend. Making lewd comments and stuff. At the time when I was there in ECW, I was reading books on psychology to try to portray that I had lost my mind. I tried a bunch of different things that didn't work. I saw a star from head and remember Mick doing that. And then I remembered a woman who had a paranoid schizophrenia with transference disorder. And I was like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to and treat this head as if it's alive and it's a real person. Take it to the ring with me. Talk to it. Interact with it. And it's going to be crazy. Not me. 
That's interesting. And the top comment on the discus comment pages, I won't head to when I'm frustrated or aggravated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wordplay. problem with this theme. Was it you? I love Steve Black and Steve. What do you mean? Oh, what the, uh, <laughs> the, the glowy, the glowy nightstick, the, um, <laughs> it was like the, the night dancing shit. Whatever happened to Steve Blackman? I think he's like a, he's like a trainer like, or something. Like a trainer, I really don't know why I felt like playing that. You just gotta listen to Steve Blackman's theme every once in a while. Gets you motivated in the morning. Wait, Dave, did you get that phone call? What are you talking about? Dave is asking if I got a phone call. No, I didn't get a phone call because my phone is on Do Not Disturb. Thank you. If he was trying to call me. Well, I'm recording on my phone. I would have been very sad. So, WWE Raw rating hits its highest point since November for New Year's. Well, that's nice. Oh, wait. Uh, update on Bobby Lashley possibly signing with WWE. I would love to. I would like to see Bobby Lashley back. We can see Lashley versus Brock. Oh, wow. Regular Brock versus Black Brock. <laughs> Black Lesnar. <laughs> Black Lesnar. No, what the hell is what the hell do you say that his nickname was? Somebody was like, um his name was uh, uh Black Goldberg or something. I don't know, something like that. Uh, he was a Black Goldberg. <laughs> it was um Black Lesnar. Yeah. Okay, so new reporters say uh, signing was impact contract is up. Meltzer reports on the Wrestling Observer that there's a good chance that he will sign. I hate Meltzer reports because it's not like there's a good chance. So if it doesn't happen, I can't say that it was confirmed. Mm-hmm. The site notes that there was a lot of bitterness between Lashley and WWE when he left the company in 08. However, his days are believed to be numbered in impact, and WWE would probably be the benefactor if that happens. And that's it. Not the bad shit. Come on, Jays, take him out. Take out Chris Danger. Oh. oh my god, him and his yeah. I literally always get five star matches with this guy. So you got anything to add? As far as anything, anything at all. Uh, you plan on going to take over Rumble? I'm trying to. I definitely want to try and get more Rumble now. Uh, I'm gonna have to probably next take over. <sighs> I 
I know. I'm bummed about that too. Probably could get better seats for cheaper and it'd be a better show. True. But it's the Rumble. You gotta watch the Rumble. Know, so we can watch Roman Reigns win. Like, those of you who already know that watch this or listen to this, I mean, DB's Christmas is basically Survivor Series. My show shows Christmas, whatever, is Royal Rumble. It's always been my favorite pay-per-view of the year outside of WrestleMania. Because I just like the possible surprise entrance and stuff. Yeah. The last couple have been really hard to watch, though. They've been really stressful. Oh, don't even get me started. I really did like Styles versus Cena, though, but I don't think we're getting a match like that this year. Let's see, what else do we got to talk about? We have, um... Oh, yeah, so we gotta go through our social media pages. We got our Facebook page... The Instagram Wrestling Discussions. We got the YouTube page that has a couple of WWE 2K18 live streams on there now. If anybody's interested in that. <laughs> we also have our Snapchat and our Instagram and our um, Zello that we never use anymore. Unless Are you really going to just walk out and leave the match? Like for real though? Unless Dave... Uh... No, he's coming back. We got our Zello, which Dave only, DB only, see, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I've been calling you Dave the entire time. <laughs> Man, I just gave out the secret. Um, what the hell else is there? There's a Twitter account with everything called the Inziguri, which I think we might be uh, changing the spelling soon, so keep an eye on that. Because if it does happen, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> Uh, we might possibly have some interviews coming up. Can't confirm it yet, but I will double check with DB and see if those are still going down. And we're still trying to talk to. Oh, I finally made someone tap in a game match for once. Holy shit! See, anything can happen in the WWE. Still trying to talk to George, the ticket taker, about using his lovely old ECW connections to get us some interviews. Can we please get an interview with somebody like Terry Funk? Yeah. That would be amazing. I would have personally asked him, what the hell is he thinking about coming out of retirement? You know, he would say, he would be like, I've been asked that so many times. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I, my whole dream is to wrestle as a die in the ring. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) That's really, is probably movie. You know what? I want to I want to hit somebody with a pile driver and then just collapse. But then again, Paul Paul Ordonoff is still wrestling, so I can't really. Paul Ordonoff's the man. Have you seen how he looks like now? He looks goofy as fuck. He looks like an old gym t-shirt. So, <laughs> That's why so, he's awesome. So when he wrestles against someone like twice his size, I I cannot believe it. Yeah, but Ordonoff could probably still whoop their ass. Do you really think so? He is he is like. He, he's always one of those people that... He wrestles in, in basic gym clothes. But he's one of the people back in the older days where people are like, you don't mess with Paul Orndorff. Yeah, but that was before everything that happened to him. He basically deflated. <laughs> <laughs> so what about... um, What's his name? Um, Ming. Car, car salesman Ming or Haku. Oh, King Haku? Yeah, all those, all the random stories that people are always saying about him. 
kind of wonder if this all just blown up or if it's legitimate. Because there's some absurd stories about how he could just, like, what the hell was it? It was the one story where somebody was like, if there was a tank or a Ming, you know, I feel sorry for the person in the tank. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was one where Marty Jannetty was saying, yeah, Ming and I, we were at a bar in East St. Louis and there was a bunch of white supremacists or whatever, or like people talking racist shit. And it was like, well, what part of East St. Louis was this? Because East St. Louis is like 99% black, so... Yeah. I don't know if I believe anything Mario Gennetti says, especially considering the recent stuff he's been saying. But Mario there's some, awesome. there's certain. Marty Gennetti is awesome. He is, he literally does not give a single fuck what people think Apparently, for anything. That... If he wants to consider having sex with his daughter, that's fake news, man. <laughs> I don't care what came from his mouth. Yeah, I do remember that. I, I remember that. No, you know what? When they, when somebody posted about that. Because it was like, can you believe this shit? And I said, have you read any of his posts? Does it really surprise you? It's kind of like, yeah. I don't want to get political. It's kind of like Donald Trump. Like, <laughs> okay, this is going to be my one political thing, and then I'm done with it. I would say the same thing regardless if it was Obama, anybody else. What the hell is up with him comparing dick sizes with Korea? Did he like, really? The, the part, did, did you hear this one? You probably didn't because it's like it's politics, so you don't want to listen. I mean, I probably didn't because it's just like okay. I'm gonna read this one. Crazy, so I just stop. And you can give your quick opinion on this because um, this is you know we can talk about this because this is uh, wait what the hell oh because Donald Trump was in WWE, so he's wrestling related. I mean, he is a Hall of Famer, so it counts. (laughs) Okay. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un just stated that the quote-unquote nuclear button is on his desk at all times, unquote. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I too have a nuclear button, but it is a much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. This is from the president, folks. Oh my god. I don't care who it is. That would be one of the most absurd things I've ever heard. He literally was comparing dick size there. Unbelievable. I I have no words, honestly. But I'm. that's mostly because I just... There's really not much you can expect at this point. And you him. know what? At this point in time, people are just like, well, it's just another Tuesday. Basically. So. But to back to our original thought, I mean, original topic. Yeah, there's a lot of stories about wrestlers that some you just have to believe. Like, I since we use them a lot, New Jack, for one. <laughs> New Jack, maybe like Iron Sheik stories. New Jack's funniest thing was when he was still talk was when he was, he did a shoot on Benoit. Oh, yeah. You, you, rem- see- you remember that one? Yeah. It was, it was the part when he said, like, you know, fuck Chris Benoit, fuck whatever. You want to talk about, it's like, talk about, like, being brain damaged and everything. Oh, what do you think I am? Like, whatever. I, I, I would I would never kill a bitch. I might slap her around a little bit, but I wouldn't kill her. Like, he, it wasn't quote unquote, but it was something along those lines. Like, yeah. 
I'll never forget the recent video of him literally throwing a guy from the top of a stadium to a pile of tables and chairs in the ring. You deserve it. Like, you deserve it for getting an Imagine New Jack. <laughs> like, for real. I think there was a video of um, New Jack and Jack... Oh, my God. Actually, did you ever see this one This one uh, shoot interview with... Uh, it was New Jack and C.W. Anderson? No. The only New Jack interview I could shoot interview I can remember was him... Chic and honky talk. Hold on, sorry. Okay, here it is. You gotta look, you gotta check this one out. But here's the thing, though. You got to see this picture. It's the fact that he's giving this interview, and New Jack is sitting right next to him. And, like, Jack Victor, whoever's there. And he was the one dude that, like, New Jack had that, like, one, like, brawl where they he wanted to fucking kill him. And now they're just, like, chilling with each other. Because it's New Jack. <laughs> That's basically New Jack in a nutshell. Yeah. So he either like, wants to kill you or have a drink with you. You just stable me in the dick, man. <laughs> so, that's how we're going to end it. Talking about New Jack stabling people in the penis. <laughs> ah, boy. New Jack Hall of Fame 2018. Yeah. So, now we got to look upstairs and see if it's snowing or not. Thank God, I hope it isn't. And, it's um... That's it for this week. We still have a couple of episodes, older episodes that we have to upload. I wasn't able to upload it because DB is not here to give me the files and I can't get off the Google Drive. So this is your latest episode. First one of 2018. Woohoo! A lot more to come. This is Fran. And JCL. Yep. Have a good night. See you, everybody.